0: Welcome to the retirement clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic. Not with Jeff Kowal today, but with Joe Still and John White. Boy, co-hosting the show by are you guys the A-team? Would Jeff get mad if I call you the? Oh, of course we're the A Yeah, <laughs> Jeff would absolutely back that up. Yeah, uh, I think so. <laughs> Joe Still and John White. John White, uh, welcome back to the show. Good to see you.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. Too. And yeah, of course,
0: Joe. Uh, both of you, the rest of the staff, Aaron Spitzner. Uh, we've got Marie McFarland. We got boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna forget. Tom does the business updates Monday through Friday. You guys do the WISN and WIBA Madison market updates.
2: Yeah, every day, uh, three o'clock and five o'clock, uh, we try to find uh, kind of those things in the market that are, um, you know, at the, at the top of the list and, and good things that are happening in the business world. And we try to just highlight that quickly in a 40 in a minute segment, just to bring uh, the, view, the the listeners up to date on what's going on in the markets.
0: Not 40 minutes, seconds. Did I say minutes? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Sorry. You know how mad belling would be if it took 40 minutes for that report? (laughs) Yes. Yes. 40 40
0: seconds. (laughs) Uh, Actually, yeah, it's about 40 seconds. Uh, But that's daily. And then every weekend on Saturdays, we, of course, get an hour for the retirement clinic. The Cowal Investment Group has locations all over the place. Uh, You can go to to your website to find out more information, which is uh, thecowallway.com. K-O-W-A-L is how you spell it, The thekowalway.com. We've got a lot coming up. The Sexy Segment, which is about wealth management and preservation, we do that every week, Joe. Yep, yep. Uh, we have a lot of topics to get to. John's got the second segment. You're going to start the show out with a pretty interesting
2: topic, Joe. Yeah, yeah. This this topic has come up um it comes up all the time for us. You know, we we specialize in retirement. So if you have $750,000 or more and are nearing uh, retirement, uh, give us a call. That's why we uh, uh, focus our practice on, on retirement and helping people plan um, and maximize their retirement and retire well. And the topic today is what to do in retirement. Uh, I love and, it. And it's, it's actually... We've
0: uh, never really done this as a topic in now... 20 years on the show. Yeah. Now, this September, we celebrated 20 years of the retirement clinic. What to do in retirement. I love yeah. it.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I think it's it's very timely because we've, going through this pandemic, we've had a lot of people that have maybe been forced into retirement or maybe have reassessed and retired a little earlier than they imagined. And it's, it's not as easy of a transition as, you know, you would think. Uh, when we look at retiring, sometimes we think to ourselves, you know, oh, it's kind of a permanent vacation. You know, everything's going to be fun. Well, you know, it's not necessarily that way. And it's hard for some people, especially if you've been forced into retirement and now you're at home and, you know, what are you going to do? How are you going to find some purpose in life? Uh, Who are your friends going to be? What if, you know, you've worked 40 years and you've become really close with those coworkers, and you've seen them every day for, you know, going on 40 years. You can and, use
0: me as an example. I've yeah. been here 31 years. Yeah. I've been working with Jerry Bott and Mark Belling for all 31, Jay Weber. And then you add guys like, you know, the rest of the staff, you become friends. Right. It's part of your daily routine. Right. And then just like that, it's over.
2: Yeah. And, you know, there's, we, we've seen actually a lot of depression with with new retirees because they've lost a sense of purpose. They um, they don't have that group of friends that they, they meet with on a regular basis. They have to make new friends sometimes. And, yeah, the, and that's not
0: easy to do. The, the coffee club at McDonald's, those guys.
2: Right. You know, the five guys sitting there
0: talking about news and they're retired. It's obvious they're retired. You talk about losing a sense of purpose. Now, when you first talk about retirement, you think, boy, that's exciting. Right. I can sleep late. I can do anything I want. And then I bet you, you're a month or two into it, and you're probably, now what? Yeah, exactly. And and, and your value to the
2: company, that w- let's say you're an executive, all of a sudden that's gone. Right. So what do you do? So, so there was an uh, an article I found called what to do in retirement, 20 serious and fun things to keep you busy. And it's by Rita call from lifestyle magazine. Uh, and it was June of this year. And I think she does a really nice job of kind of highlighting, you know, some, some serious and fun things to think about doing, but she also poses a few questions at the beginning of this article, uh, and, and, and three questions that you should answer if you're, you're in getting close to retirement or in retirement is, am I ready for the financial realities of retirement? So that's where obviously we can help from a financial perspective is helping you put that plan together. And that's what we, most of the time, that's what we talk about on this show. You know, from a financial perspective, are you ready? Have you thought of everything? But we don't cover, um, you know, some, some things like the second question is, am I ready to make friends um, and fight loneliness you know that's one thing that's kind of the softer item in retirement Am I ready for this from an emotional perspective? Um, and then how will I find purpose in my life after retirement? So that's what you know I thought was very interesting about this article and a topic that we don't always discuss but John and I run into that all the time when we we've had a lot of people a lot of clients retire this year and and that's one of the main questions that we ask them outside of looking at, do you have enough assets to provide the income you need throughout your retirement, and do you feel secure from a financial perspective? But, what are you going to do? So it's a re- the struggle is real. This does happen. Yes, it happens all the time, and so you know I wanted to, to to think of it this way. So you know if you're if you're looking at it, if you have the financial means to retire. That's a blessing, right? You should feel really good about that. You know, obviously, a lot of people work really hard over their life to save enough to retire. Um, but look at retirement. Start looking at retirement as a new phase in your life. You know, you're starting that new phase, and 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 look on the positive side. Uh, feel blessed that you have enough. You know, um, from a income perspective, to to provide that lifestyle you need. Um, and so I I'll start with just highlighting. I'm not going to go through. Uh, all 20 of these items, but I wanted to highlight the the main ones. So, things to do in retirement to to keep purpose, to keep busy, to enjoy it. Um, take a guess at what the first item on the list is. Wait a minute, say that again. So, things to do in retirement um, that that this article listed. Just take a guess at what you think is the f- number one. What What do you think of when the the number one thing people do in retirement Golf. that they're excited about? Um, travel, travel. There you go. I was going to say, think <laughs> more broadly. Um, so yeah, I mean, travel is is one of those things that um, that every, just about everyone I think John we talk to wants to wants to travel a little more. That doesn't mean you have to go international travel. That you have to spend a lot of money. You can do that. Maybe you haven't explored Wisconsin. Maybe you haven't explored Northern Wisconsin. You know, maybe it's day trips. Maybe you pick a few. Uh, places throughout the country and you know you do a road trip um you know whatever that is for you but that's that's one of the biggest ones uh in things to do in retirement is is travel. Spencer just chimed in and said buying
0: RVs uh throughout covid the last year and a half we have seen an uptick in boats, RVs, automobiles, uh, people are, are are buying those like crazy. The supply chain is messing it up recently, but a friend right. of mine owns um uh, up in Cedarburg, Cedar Creek Motorsports, you know, it's all snowmobiles and ATVs and things like that.
2: And they just, they're
0: going crazy with sales. So a lot of retirees will get that RV and travel the country.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely one way to do it. And, you know, I, I see, I understand that. I think that sounds fun to me.
0: Ever been inside some of the new ones or seen pictures? Yeah. It's yeah. like a
2: condo yeah. in there. Another thing I had a, a recent client um, talk about, and they took their grandchildren on a trip um, an Amtrak national park trip. So Amtrak sets the whole thing up. You jump on the train and they take you around the country to some different national parks. That'd be cool. They have different themes. And I thought, man, that sounds really good. You don't have to, you know, you sit back, you enjoy the scenery. Um, you go from place to place, you know, stay in a few hotels here and there, but, um, but explore the national parks. Yeah, I thought that was a really neat one. And that one appeals to me too. Okay, so travel tops the list, Joe. Travel tops the list. So the the second item within this article uh, is another good one, and and it's step out of your comfort zone. So so what does that mean? Um, try you know do something that you've never done before, you know what, whatever that is, you know um, you know find find a new local park that you can enjoy walking in, you know. Um, Maybe, maybe, uh, try a foreign language, you know, whatever, whatever those items are. If you aren't a golfer, I'm a, I'm a golfer, but if you're not a golfer, maybe it's time to pick pick golf up
0: or pick up something, right? It doesn't have to be golf, getting outside and doing anything, hiking or whatever it is. Fishing, hunting, things like that. This is Wisconsin. We have a, you know, a lot of people do that. Um, so that makes sense. And these all are, you got to keep occupied,
2: right? Isn't that a key, Joe? Uh, absolutely. You know, explore some new areas. Um, you know, the, the one thing um, Rita in this article points out is, you know, find something that's new that makes you feel alive and, and allows you to experience new things, which, which I think is a great point. Um, you know, this number three leads right into this. It's learn new hobbies in retirement. You know, so what are some of the things that maybe you haven't done that you've always wished you would have picked up. You know, I'd look at maybe playing an instrument, maybe playing the piano <laughs> or something or playing the guitar.
0: I was just gonna say join a rock band. Yeah. Yeah, pick up an instrument at at retirement. You can do that. You can clearly learn to play the piano or something like
2: that, yeah. was take lessons, right? Yeah. You know, Paul, something that would I would think that you'd be interested would be like ceramics or sculpting, you know. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> pick something up new painting paul you're very creative i am a creative
0: guy i, yeah. I would i would stink at that stuff i'm yeah. not an artistic guy no. like
2: were you ever good at drawing or... terrible yeah me too horrible yep. horrible here's one scrapbooking now you could do that i could do that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah is that on the list that's on the list wow scrapping photography i actually mm. might be interested in photography a real um, photographer like real cameras yeah the big cameras. lens right um, you know, cooking, woodworking. I have some clients that, um, you know, uh, that's something they pointed out to me. That from a woodworking perspective, they wanted to spend much more time doing that and kind of build out their uh, workshop in their garage or wherever it was. Um, but, yeah, just, you know, pick up a new hobby. Do something different. Um, this next one is going to be one that is, is going to be one that, you know, you, you're going to get easily. Okay. So if, if there was a number one that was travel – what would be the second thing that would come to mind in retirement that just about everyone does? John, where's he going with this? I don't know. Sleeping in? That sounds good to me. <laughs>
0: if it's not travel sitting on the front porch in a rocking chair, it, it has, doing nothing. It
2: has more to do with the purpose. Oh. Feeling more purpose in retirement.
0: Oh, volunteering. Volunteering. Ah. There you go. There volunteer. You go. Boy, you could there's my dad you know what my dad did? He volunteered at family sharing in Ozaki County. Yeah. You know, you could
2: they're they're always looking
0: for volunteers.
2: Always looking for volunteers. It can and find an organization that you have a passion for. Um, that will really bring out the the great feeling of purpose, and you can really help. You know, an organization. Um, You'll,
0: you're going to make new friends. You know, it sounds corny, right? But you are. You're going to meet new people, yeah. and, and you're going to be working with them. Now you're a volunteer, so the pressure of the job and and you know, I'm in radio. My whole life revolves around ratings. Right. If we get low ratings. I'm gone, Joe. Right. I mean, that's just the reality of being a, a talk show host, and I'm a producer for Mark Belling, obviously. So, yeah. yeah, you live and die by ratings. The executive world is full of pressure yep. and, and performance. Well, when you're a volunteer, I think that pressure is gone. Right. A little yeah, bit more relaxed
2: at, at the hospital. You know, you can you can you can find an organization. You know, a soup kitchen. Um, you know, somewhere again, where you, ha- a place you have a passion for.
0: Um, those are all good ones. What to do in retirement? Uh, we got to take a quick break. Does the is nothing on the list at all? Like do nothing.
3: Um, what are you
0: gonna do today? Nothing. <laughs>
2: like sit on that the porch. That is not pointed out as one of the twenty, but it's a good. It might not be healthy
0: to do nothing, but every now and then take a day off, I yes, think, right? For sure. After all those years not, you've been working?
2: Not having an agenda is a great thing. N- nothing on my schedule today. Nothing on the schedule that, today.
0: That'd be a pretty cool yeah. feeling.
2: I know that's the one thing my dad says. He's been retired for a while and he says, you know, I really enjoy just getting up and being able to choose what I want to do. Today. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, yeah. Like
0: Ferris Bueller's day off? Yeah but every day. Every day. (laughs) We'll take a quick break. The Retirement Clinic continues. We've got Joe Still in studio, John White from the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, Coming up, Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute and much more on WISN and WIBA.
3: Welcome back to The Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with The Boss Minute. Business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Recently, the Small Business Administration announced changes to its emergency loan programs, expanding the COVID-19 Economic Injury Disaster Loan to provide more access to capital for the hardest-hit industries. From now until December 31st, or until funds run out, Industries including restaurants, hotels, gyms, travel and tourism and many more small businesses will be able, be able to apply for the EITL program and receive up, up to $2 million in funds. In addition to the increased loan cap from $500,000 to 2 million, borrowers are also offered extended deferment period of 24 months. Any existing loans with less than 24 month deferment will also be adjusted. The loan proceeds can be used for paying or prepaying business non-federal debt incurred at any time, paying regulatory scheduled payments on federal debt, payroll, rent or mortgage, utilities, and other ordinary expenses. However, the loan may not be used to expand your business, start a new business, or make payments on debt that is owed by federal agencies, including the SBA or an SBIC. You can find a full list of qualifications and rules on the SBA's website, www.sba.gov, though it is important to work with a professional to ensure you fully understand the qualifications and rules of this loan program. If you're considering an economic injury disaster loan for your small business, go for our office a to call today at 262 522 Forty forty or visit the
0: Aaron Kowal, today's boss minute on WISN and WIBA. Welcome back to the retirement clinic, hosted by Joe Still and John White. We haven't coming up with a creative name yet for you, you know, when Spitzner is on the Still Spitz show. We could the J and J show was suggested by your staff.
2: Yeah.
0: I like the J and J show. I like that.
2: That that's got a good ring yeah. to it. That There's works.
0: Got a Joe, got a John. That's right. J and J. Welcome back. Yep. Uh, so the topic, and we're going to f- kind of finish up this topic of what do you do in retirement? And then, Joe, after that, John's got something for us as well. The sexy segment's coming up. I should mention this earlier. If you got questions, we've got lines open. We're live in studio with the COWAL Investment Group for the retirement clinic. Use the Accurate Mortgage Talk and Text Line 414-799-1130 if you've got retirement questions. All right, Joe, back to the list.
2: Yeah, the the kind of the theme for today is what to do in retirement. And uh, we're back to the list. We're about halfway through. Uh, The next one, I think, you know, we just talked about volunteering, obviously travel, volunteering are big ones. Uh, This is also a big one, which is remember your family in retirement, Uh, which again, I think a lot of people retire and they do that so they can spend more time with their children. And, more importantly, most likely is their grandchildren. Um, so a lot of people spend a lot of time um, with their grandchildren in retirement and taking care of them, taking them to events, um, you know, helping their children with the uh, the child care and things. So you know that's a big one. Um, spending more time with your family in retirement. You know, nobody. I've never had anyone say to me, um, "I wish I would have spent more. I wish I would have worked for a few more years." You know. Um, I wish I would have spent less time with my family. No, it's. I wish I would have retired a few years earlier and spent less time working. So and
0: more time with your family. More time with your family. I, so, I so would agree. A
2: one. So this next one is one that I, I have to mention. Um, our uh, our controller and head of operations, Mary Albrecht, uh, wanted to make sure I mentioned this. And it's this next one is find a sport. And the sport that she wanted me to recommend was the hottest sport right now for retirees. Pickleball. Yes, pickleball. I, see how I picked <laughs> up on that?
0: I've I've learned all about this. Yes. Know why? On the cruise ships. Yep. It's incredibly
2: popular. Yeah. It's yep. like playing tennis on a smaller court. Yes. You don't have to run as much. Yeah. Yeah. So play a sport. You know, in in retirement, that's one of the things I think that is key is staying active. Um,
0: You're right. It's not just always golf. We right. always say golf. There's so many other sports you can do out there. And pickleball, pretty athletic. You're moving
2: around a lot. Right. It keeps you in good shape. Yeah. And I know Mary loves pickleball. So that's why I wanted to mention that. <laughs> but, you know, the other sports, as as you mentioned before, Paul, fishing, hiking, running, swimming, canoeing. Um, Surfing and scuba diving, you know things like that. Things maybe you haven't tried. You know we can we can you know go back on that one again, um, but the key is find something you really enjoy doing uh, and that you have a passion for, and maybe something that you haven't tried and haven't had time to do.
0: You no, know, the good. Uh, summing this all up, and before we move on to um, John's topic, is that you can do it on your own time. There's no pressure, right? Right. Uh, we did get a text, and I want to read it for you. Tell. Tell Joe to remember this. And this it goes, I'm retired from a retiree. The impact that COVID had on many of these objectives, some changes had to be made. Smiley face emoji. <laughs> so they're just saying, okay, I did plan on doing some things, but because of COVID, it threw a monkey wrench in the plans. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah,
2: that's a great point. Yeah, really, really tough year, um, especially if you just retired. We had a number of clients that just retired and then COVID hit and they're sitting at home going... <laughs> Well, this is fun. Right. right, right. I was going
0: to go out to dinner. Now they're closed. Right. I mean, right. now it's kind of getting back to uh, normal where everything's open. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was in Las Vegas. So the, they do have the, man, the mask mandate. Right? Yeah. So it was kind of back to putting the mask on. Weird because I got so used to – I didn't even have one, Joe. I had to go out and get some. Right. Uh, Putting the mask back on. But now, I mean, you can – Miller Park. Look at the playoff game yesterday. They beat the Braves, by the way, right? Yeah. First game in the playoffs, packed 40,000 people. Yeah. It's good to see people back in the stands.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Lambeau Field, too. Full. Absolutely. And and a couple other ones on here um, that get back to that – text message in that question. Sometimes you have to switch gears in retirement. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, go back to uh, reading a little more, finding some books that you, you know, haven't had a chance to read and some topics or subjects that you haven't had a chance to explore. Uh, they also point out writing in here. If you've enjoyed writing and, and haven't done it much and haven't had time, you know, write a book or you could or be write a blogger. A you could be a blogger. You could bl- get yeah. your
0: own blog. You could do a podcast. You could do all kinds of things. You yep. know what I would do in retirement? And this is the honest, honest truth. I would play more drums than I currently do. I, I like playing. I just don't have the time. And I, I can't be in a band anymore. I used to be in a band for about 30 years. I would get back to doing that. I'd yeah. be the old guy in the back playing
2: the drums. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, and I'll wrap this up. A couple other ones we talked about, staying fit, you know, that's important um, for longevity and health. Um, you know, uh, getting in shape gives you more energy, more confidence, um, and and physical exercise is also associated with low cognitive decline in later in life. So that's one, you know, very good point that I think she made in this article is those people that have a really long retirement um are very active. Are, are staying healthy. Are, are exercising. Yeah, that's an extremely important piece of the puzzle. You know what?
0: I, I, my two grandfathers. After one retired, he did nothing. He said, "I worked my whole life hard uh, at a farm. Right. I'm going to lay around and relax." And he, and he did. That, God bless him. That's fine, right? Yeah. The other grandpa was said, "I'm going to walk every day, so I've got something to do." I think he walked an hour every day. Yeah. At his own pace, and boy, he stayed. you know, very slim, just walking. Yeah. If it's 60 minutes a day is going to go a long way. Yep. Good stuff, Joe. Yeah. What would you do in retirement? I should ask.
2: Oh, that's a good question. I, uh, I, talk about this every day with, with our clients, but I haven't really thought a ton about it. Uh, it's, it's kind of long off for me. It's probably 20 years out. You plus. work in the
0: industry. So, your, your kids are younger yet,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. I know I'm going to travel. I know I'd like to volunteer. I know I'd like to probably play a little golf. Yeah. Um, yeah. So or, those or, are, or a lot of golf. Or a lot of golf. Yeah, those are the things. You know, I know my wife and I have talked a little bit about you know, the travel piece of it. There's there's different parts of this world that we want to explore. Different, the bucket list. The bucket
0: list. Start chopping off that things yeah. on the bucket list. Uh, John White, before we get to your topic, what would you do in retirement?
1: Uh, I'd like to read a lot of books. I know that sounds kind of boring to some people, but I'm kind of a curious guy. So there's lots of books to be read out there.
0: And you just, right now, it's hard to find time, yeah, right? no time. And, you uh, know, if I uh, read at night, I fall asleep immediately. Right. I can't read in bed yeah, at night. I yeah. start and I read the same line, the same paragraph, and I just doze off.
1: Yeah. I Another thing that took my interest was uh, like uh, melting stuff down and creating like metal bars and stuff, like kind of welding, metal orgy kind of stuff. Wow. That kind of appealed to me. I am not a handy person. The the, the biggest accomplishment I did was I
0: replaced my Insync
1: <laughs> So if I can get more handy, then that's a good thing.
0: That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's not bad. You're talking about a garbage disposal. (laughs) I don't think I could install one. Yeah, yeah, I managed to pull that off. Yeah, you're handier (laughs) than I am. I am not a handy guy. I host a remodeling show, but I'm not good with a hammer. Right.
1: Yeah, it'd be good to better my carpentry skills. That's kind of appealing. That that
0: would keep you busy, no doubt about it. Okay, as we segue over, you've got something for us now, John. Yeah,
1: I'm talking about Roth IRAs today. Um, Number one, I'm a massive fan of Roth IRAs. Um, I like tax-free. Um, And I think what I see out there is people aren't using them enough. The Roth IRA. Right, the Roth IRA. So I guess like simple concepts, I'm a simple guy. I think of a Roth IRA as you eat your vegetables now, and then you get dessert later.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) So you don't like vegetables, but you like dessert. That's the point. Right,
1: so eat your vegetables now, pay your taxes now.
0: And that's what the Roth is, you pay taxes now. Yes. Not when you take those right. withdrawals.
1: Right. That's the sweet dessert. No, When you get those qualified distributions, they're tax-free.
0: Now, on the flip side, a traditional 401k plan is just the opposite.
1: Right. You get dessert first. You get a tax deduction. <laughs> you get more money that's going tax-deferred. But Then you gotta eat your
2: vegetables later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if, hey, what more, if I like broccoli and, and Brussels sprouts? But just about uh, all the plans today have an option, have a Roth option in your four hundred one k. That
0: that is true. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is good news? I you guys tell me because you do it every day. Um, well, I, I guess I can say this in our company that you know the match was gone for a while. It's back. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that lost your match during COVID, most of them, am I right, are back.
2: I would think in yeah. general.
1: Yeah, I've definitely seen that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's I, I,
0: it's free money. With, right. With the company is matching, whatever it is, 3%, 5%. My daughter just got a new job. It's yeah. 5%. I, I was screaming at her, you better be a part of the 401k plan. Right. You're 23 years old. She just got her master's degree, got her first job immediately. Yeah. Start saving.
2: Yeah. Take, take care of that. At least do the match. Get the free money. The company. Oh, at the least, amount, if not, least. not more.
0: And yeah. and the thing is when you get your first job like her, you're never going to notice a difference because you're not used to another amount. Right. And you know, she's used yeah. to getting paid eight dollars an hour at Wayne's driving or whatever they're paying right. her. Right. it was a great job, but not, you know, now you're making real money. Yeah. So save that money. Okay, we, John, go ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, so you know, basics 101, there's two ways to fund a Roth. You make a tax-year contribution or you do a Roth conversion. Um, so with with the uh with the Roth uh, contribution, you got to have earned income. This has got to be money that you're earning. It can't be passive, like a rental income. Um, and there's there's contribution limits. In 2021, the max contribution you can put into a Roth IRA is $6,000. If you're older than 50, you can put another 1000 in. So that's a $1,000 catch-up. There's some income limits. So if you're married filing a joint tax return, the limit begins at $198,000 and then phases out to 208000 uh, if you're single or head of household, it's 125,000 up to 140,000. So those are pretty uh, conservative limits, and there there are other strategies we'll talk about to to get around those uh, coming up in the sexy segment. Uh, the other way is a Roth conversion. So what who can convert? So if you have an IRA, a SEP IRA, a 401k, a 457 plan, a 403b, they can all be rolled into an IRA and then converted to a Roth. Um, if you're a spouse that inherits an IRA, that can be converted to a Roth or an employer sponsor plan. If you inherit that as a spouse, you can convert that. If you're a non-spouse beneficiary and you inherit an IRA, you cannot convert that to a Roth. That's one one thing that you can't do.
0: Let's say that again, a non-spouse? So,
1: if, so, for example, if your children inherited um, your IRA, they can't convert that to a Roth. Got it. Um, now, if you had your money in a 401k and your kids got it, they can convert that to a Roth. So there's all these little rules. So you just got to watch out. There's a lot of rules with Roths. Um, You know, this I should probably point out something that I hear a lot of. I have clients that are concerned. The government's going to come after my Roth. One day, they're going to come after all that nice tax-free money. I've heard money. that too. Let me dispel that myth. The government loves Roth IRAs because, because you, you're paying the taxes. You're paying the front. taxes right now. Right. Exactly. They're
0: guaranteed yeah, you're getting the money up front right away. Right. What you're right, why would they mess with that?
1: Right. And and that's why they got rid of the $100,000 Roth conversion rule. It used to be you could only put 100,000 in a year. They've removed that cap. Why? Cuz they get more taxes. Yeah. So they actually love Roths. Um so, so don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. They're not going to ban Roths. They're they might limit them in the, in Biden's tax plan coming up here. There there's and I'll talk about that later, but you're going to see maybe— um, The plan
0: that hasn't been—you're talking about the one that right, has not been approved? Right,
1: it's not been approved yet, so no. it's a speculation for now. Um, but uh, they love Roths, so don't worry about losing your Roth. Um, I, I can't see that happening.
0: <laughs> what so, was done, by the way, with the plan? It, it's on hold, Joe. Basically, it's um, the debt ceiling. Uh, that, So the, the government will not shut down, right? Right. They took care of that, but that's all they really did.
2: They took care of that until December. Uh, they just moved it forward. Kick the December. can down the road Kicked three the more can months. Down the road. Let's yeah. keep kicking that can. Yeah. Which which honestly, if we have gridlock in Congress, if they keep kicking the can, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, they can't yeah. do too much damage right now. Things are set up pretty well right now. So that's what I've been talking about And we'll clients see what happens about. at yeah. midterm elections. Gridlock is good for us until uh, you know, until we get some balance back right that's I see what you're
0: saying yeah. that's not that's not a bad
2: point you're making yeah. one and of the one of the things I wanted to interject on the on the Roth a um, couple of things to keep in mind I get a lot of questions from clients first of all for children can I set up a Roth IRA for my grandchild um, absolutely you can but as John mentioned you have to have earned income to be able to contribute so that's the key if you have you know a uh, little Johnny grandson that has a has a paper route or you know cuts lawns and has some earned income, that's awesome. He can contribute to a Roth IRA. Wow, I've Think had some that. clients that their their children have jobs in high school and they take that full amount of that adjusted gross income and they they contribute that to a Roth IRA. That, if if you're young and in a very low tax bracket. The Roth IRA is 100% you want to put your money into that Roth IRA. Pay those taxes now Yeah. when you're in a really low tax bracket.
0: Oh, um, we have to take a break here, John. I want to go back. You, you talked a lot about the Roth and uh, the, all the positives, right, and conversions. Mm-hmm. Let's say a guy like me with a 401k plan right now. I'm working. I retire. Pick a time. I retire in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not yet taking my RMDs. Could I convert that 401k plan to a Roth
1: you could your taxable income is gonna be a lot lower when you retire so obviously it's gonna get boosted up by the conversion itself yeah so just be mindful of that and then it's good to pay that tax bill with non-roth money so money in the bank to pay uh, the taxes on it okay because then you've got more money going into the Roth. right right um but, but you know we kind of do conversion strategies so we can we can talk about that with clients to figure out when and how much. And
0: Yeah, it's case know. by case, obviously. Yep. You your gotta, age, how much money you got. Yeah,
1: and you got to do it by December 31st, the conversion. You okay.
0: It by then. Hey, good stuff. Uh, and I know you guys sit down with each client, do those cash flow analysis, mm-hmm. just seeing how much you'd have. Are you ready to retire? We've all got different timelines for that. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. The sexy segment, we've got some webinars coming up that Aaron Spitzner is a part of. The rock star, right? Aaron Spitzner, we're going to make fun of him a little bit. No, I'm kidding. We're going to talk about the webinars when we come back as well. As we continue the Retirement Clinic at Madison and WIBA in Milwaukee, it's WISN. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. The Sexy Segment, Wealth Management and Preservation, is the focus each week. Welcome back. The Retirement Clinic continues with Joe Still and John White. Thekowalway.com for locations and to get things started. But for now, the Sexy Segment. John, this is yours.
1: Yeah, so we're talking about backdoor Roth conversions. So basically, you know, if... We have – the IRS has put in place these income limits when you fund a Roth. So just to refresh you on that, married filing a joint tax return, if you make over $208,000 as a married couple, sorry, you can't contribute to a Roth, says the IRS. You make too much. Um,
0: that's household income.
1: That's household income, $208,000, and it's a, your adjusted gross income. Um, but there's a calculation for that, but basically that's what it is. Um Ooh. And then you've got single or head of household. If you make over one hundred forty <clears> thousand, sorry, you can't put into a Roth, says the government. Um, so, so there is this backdoor Roth conversion strategy that we can
3: do—a oh, way that, to get around things. Right, a
1: way to get around things. However, with Biden's tax proposal, this is one of the things that is under under scrutiny right now. It might not even be available if if well, we don't know yet, right? But it might be gone. So, why, why would they not <laughs> want us doing that? Um, simply because they don't want high income earners escaping taxation. Got it. You know they they don't want you to have these tax free strategies. They want you know more more taxable dollars in the yeah. future to get. Um, so there is a way around it though. So let's say you're over these income limits. You have earned income. How do you get in there? So preferably you don't have an IRA, with with no IRAs at all. It's all an employer plan.
2: That is key.
1: That is key, right? So if you have no IRA, what you can do is called a non-deductible IRA contribution. In other words, you can't deduct it. You put the money into an IRA, but you can't deduct it off your income. And then you convert it to a Roth. And that is fine. The IRS says, we we accept that. There's being been court cases. So it's cases, like a loop
2: that you got to, or a hoop you got to jump through, but it's allowed. So you've already paid income taxes on that money and you're contributing it. You don't get to deduct it. And then you do that conversion right away. There's no gain in that because mm-hmm. it, it's done simultaneously. So, Right. Yeah. So
1: that's the strategy. The, you get around these restrictions by doing that strategy. And and I've definitely got clients that, that applies to. They make too much money, but they don't have an IRA. What I might do, if they, if they roll over to us a small IRA balance that's not going to really move their income that much, I'll convert that entire thing to a Roth to allow them to do future backdoor Roth conversions Um, So they can take advantage of this because, you know, a lot of high income earners don't have these opportunities. So it's a great strategy. And you can get a lot of compounding growth on this because remember with Roth IRAs, there is no required distribution in retirement from a Roth. So it has the longest time horizon out of all of your retirement buckets of money. Hmm. Um, So, however, if you have an IRA and you do this conversion, they have what's called the pro rata rule. So part of that Conversion will be taxable, which is why it gets really muddy and messy. So, if we can avoid doing that, which I would highly recommend, um, that that's that is preferable. You don't have an IRA
2: when you do this. And and just to explain that a little further, so what John's talking about is if you have an IRA that is pre-tax money, and you want to try to do a backdoor conversion, you could do it, but then the government the IRS is going to say well okay that's fine but you have to pay the pro rata tax ratio on that money so if and they look at all of your IRAs mm-hmm. as one exactly. so so that's the problem if 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 you have 99% of your IRA money is pre-tax then you're going to have to pay tax on that conversion on 99% of the money yeah there's uncle
0: sam once it's Slice right. of the
2: pie. There's no doubt about it. It just seems like you're penalized
0: for being successful. <laughs> yeah. Yes. In some respects. For in sure. s- right. That's yeah. how. That's my well, takeaway. Well, so it, you're making a lot of money. Good for you. You did yeah. everything right.
2: You're making over two hundred thousand dollars. So we're gonna punish you. Yeah. And and I would look at it too. You know, is two hundred thousand dollars. A lot of money I for mean, a family of four or five? Not, Absolutely. I, I, would, I, f- I would feel blessed yes, if I make that kind of money. Yes, it's a solid income, but it's but not rich. You're not it, no, rich. No. No, not at all. And it's it's too bad that a lot of these politicians talk about taking care of that group. Yeah. Are you really taking care of that group? That's a good point, yeah, Joe. Yeah. But,
1: and, and you know, with the SECURE Act that got passed in 2019, we, we're always talking about the SECURE Act because um, it, was, it was nasty, but... Basically, it actually enhanced the backdoor Roth strategy in terms of how long you can do it for. Because under the old rules before the SECURE Act, if you had an IRA and you were older than 70 and a half, you could no longer contribute to that IRA. Well, now the SECURE Act got rid of that. They've moved the required minimum distribution age to 72. But they also said, hey, if you continue to work after age 70, you can still contribute to an IRA. Um, so if you can still contribute to an IRA, you can still do that backdoor Roth conversion as well. So it is, it's increased the timeline that you can do these conversions for. So that was one slightly good thing that came out of the secure act was it did enhance that time period.
0: Um, well, that's all good stuff. I mean, how would, if you're doing your investments on your own, how would you know about this stuff? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> uh no <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't right yeah, you no. wouldn't be doing it right. um all good stuff we got to save some time so we'll break coming up the webinar Joe uh it's Aaron spitzner's webinar but you guys have the details
2: I hope yes so yeah <laughs> let'll do have, it after the break Joe yep we'll do it after the break we'll
0: save time for it because I want to hit that go to the for more information in the meantime we'll break and come right back with those details <laughs> Okay, we are back on WISN. Is this James Bond music today?
1: Yeah, Daniel Craig's last outing is Bond. So Movie came it out yesterday. Movie came out.
0: The no. best James Bond ever. Daniel Craig. No yeah. doubt about yeah. it.
1: Sean Connery's next.
0: Yeah, yeah. And part of it is, and I know we're quick here, When you look at the old Bond movies, they look cheesy with yeah. the not techno- like the the little jackknife and the pen yeah. that would explode. Well, now with technology, it's almost laughable, yeah. right? Yeah. So the new ones just, I can relate to more. Uh, as we end the retirement clinic, we've got news, Joe
2: Still. We've got a webinar coming up. Yeah, we have some great webinars coming up, uh, led by uh, the, the rock star, as Paul called him, uh, Aaron Spitzner of our office, uh, great financial advisor. Um, he's going to be talking and discussing uh, our most common retirement planning questions, even if you're not quite ready for retirement. Uh, this is a great way to get information and help you determine if you're on the right track. Our first webinar this month is next week, October 14th. After that, the next webinar will be October 27th. And uh, then we have in person on October 28th. Uh, So we have a couple of webinars coming up on the 14th and 27th, and then one in person in our Racine location on the 28th. If you need information, go to our website, uh, com, or give our office a call at 262-522-4040.
0: They're free. They're
2: complimentary.
0: You guys don't charge.
2: No charge. Great There's a joke there somewhere that Jeff
0: always tells when he talks about it. And I forget the <laughs> line. So we'll leave it at that. No fee for these webinars. Just sign up, right? That's all you yep. got to do. Yep. Thekowalway.com or 262-522-4040 with offices in Waukesha, the world headquarters. World headquarters. Port Washington, Racine, and Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Or, and the com. Great job today. Joe Still, John White, the J&J Show is concluded. Yep. Have a Thanks, good weekend, Paul. guys. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you so much. News coming up next and your Fox 6 top of the hour forecast as we continue in WISN-Milwaukee.